Oh, I just want to hug you. Yeah. So now, <laughs> should we do a we, thing? I was. I didn't want to. I, 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 no, I no. I, I, was, I was talking. Have your moment. I was, are we talking about yet? the hug? Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah, we've yeah been recording. we're recording. I got to do the intro thing. You remember oh, that, Jesus? Mike, will you drop that sick, sick beat? I don't. Is this, okay, or not? Is Whatever. This what my I just life set has you come up to. With, is this all I am? It's, I'm. I just set you up for an amazing, energetic intro. Let's and try I, it again. I just, <laughs> I just shit all over. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe. I've said too much. The I don't need no damn help from Joel to do my intro of internet radio. My name is Mike, and I'll be your host. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know ever. what a host is. And I'm the greatest intro ever. Yeah, that one's I'm going just, down I'm the just, record books. I'm just going to go log off real quick because you obviously don't need me. And I'm joined by Izzy Swan of all things, IzzySwan.com. And Joel sets up the intro of the missing Digit Woodshop. Yes. <laughs> now, Izzy is a man. He's Izzy a man that, a- that may dance Britney oh. Spears, but he is a man. Ooh. <laughs> Oops. I did it again. Wouldn't it be drilled it again? And that's kind of weird. Never mind. Scratch that. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> moving on. Know. Moving on. Moving on. I don't know how things in your house are, but did it and drilled it are the same around here. <laughs> and by that, I mean neither happen. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So how's everybody been doing? By the way, I have to formally apologize to all those fine folks who wait on us in the live video feed. Uh, I screwed up this week and I got a little sick and I told Mike to go pound sand and Izzy, uh, that I wasn't, that I wasn't doing it. And they said, fine. And they pushed it off until Tuesday night. So thank you very much for rearranging your entire weekly schedule. Sure thing. (laughs) What was that? That's the, uh, that's the sound of my trumpet. That was the, that was like, I'm still mad at you. Shut up. Your apology isn't uh, worth anything. Tim Sway does that on the reclaimed audio podcast. And, uh, you know, yeah, it doesn't make sense when he does it either. So I forgot. Fair enough. I just assumed it would be him like building the guitars, the sound. I, yeah. Or not. Whatever. So, Hey guys. Hey Mike. So, uh, Joel, um, what have you been up to? Uh, I have, this is, this is the two weeks we prepped before the big party at my place. Uh, this, so this party, week started, party, party. right. So this week started off with lots of cleaning and organizing and fixing things, installing new lights and getting general stuff. It's been raining here. My wife said, what, you only fix things around the house when people are coming over? Yeah. And I'm like, uh. I'm like, well, no, it's been raining for the last six months and it finally we finally got a break for the last couple of days so we've been handling some outdoor projects and some uh fixes that need to happen when we're slower so that's pretty much it it's it's basically beautifying the missing digit wood shop and accompanying home uh is is the list so yes i think i'll probably be there Uh, i may decide to leave thursday i hope you do because uh, last time I came down, there was work to do. So the the best thing you could do for me is show up in your amazing Kia. Is that right, Kia? Hyundai. Hyundai. Not whatever. That's better, but you know, right. Uh, and just come out with only underwear on. Okay. All right. Well, it, the problem is, is that you know you have like women that work for you. They, they will. 
they will be laughing just as hard as I will. <laughs> well, that's 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 my thing. Is I don't uh, you know, <laughs> I don't mind telling the guys that I have shrinkage issues because they understand. They know what the cold air does to it. <laughs> that's it. But, well, genetics, huh. cold air, whatever. Yeah. Poor Maggie, though. There's just some things you can't unsee. Like, That's true. Just... I'll, t- I'll, I'll be like, hey, Mike's here. Pretend yeah. like you're walking away and sneak around and watch. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a little weird. It's, it's, uh, it's over 200 pounds of quivering flesh. You, you, you want to look away. <laughs> now I'm going to have that image tonight. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... Well, if you'd have showed up on Sunday like we were supposed to... This wouldn't have happened. This still would have happened. This when still is, would have when, happened. Is it Friday night we're doing the, the, the shindig? Saturday night. The, the shindig is Saturday night. Uh, Friday, everybody's getting in. Thursday for some people. Some people will even be before that. Uh, you, Izzy, Probably for one. Probably Monday or so, Tuesday. Right. Oh, snap. Is it going to be that? Yeah, I'm definitely coming down early then. Yeah, you are. So, then there'll be people coming in. There's uh, Jamie Page is flying in from the great uh, London. Bring the Brit back. The, the country of London. And uh, ta- who else is coming? Uh, Bobby Duke will be here. Uh, Tony Rouleau and his love, actually, screw Tony, but his lovely bride, uh, Mackenzie, will be here. And uh, we'll have a ton of people By the people way, when here. you said screwed Tony, I just decided. Yeah, I, kn- I know. That, that was an actual literal. It was yes. a figurative <laughs> one. <laughs> Man that has sexy planes. Yes. Uh. <laughs> mm. So this is, is the part of the show where is smooth as glass. Where where Izzy's like, there's there's I, this is why I don't promote the show. This is why I don't put this on Instagram. <laughs> well, and then the funny part is, is that you know Izzy goes online and makes a uh, YouTube video where he's just being a complete idiot, and everybody loves it. It's it was true. fun too. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, I had a lot of fun. I see it in the background there. You've got the uh, yeah the right anal there. probe of manliness. Is that what you yes. called it? Yeah, the cell phone stand exactly. Oh, that so it doesn't go up there. Yeah, it also holds my tablet quite nicely over the bed, oh. so I can watch videos at night. Can I get a refund on the uh, on the plans okay. then? If it if it no. doesn't do that, there's there's going to be a part of me that really wants to scare the crap out of you. So you j- j- no no Izzy. So he jolts out of bed and smacks himself on his tablet. That's, I'm I. It's yes, not please. mean. It's not mean. It's just it's something that needs to happen. Yes. Good it luck needs with to happen that. Often. Right. Good luck waking the man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nuclear if he bomb doesn't scare... could go off in the next room, and I would probably be okay. I'd probably sleep through it. Yeah. If That's he doesn't very scare true. himself, you're not scaring him. This is not the way scaring works. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of scaring, what have you I been did, doing, Izzy? I, I finally I, I found a place to get fainting goats, and it's only 20 minutes from here. Was that, that something that that was on your bucket bucket list? Oh no, it's not on my bucket list. It's just after He's I saw like, the videos, I said I am going to own fainting goats, and I'm going to name one Mike and Joel. So. <laughs> He's like, uh, he said, okay, so Stonehenge, uh, skydive, fainting goats. Right. <laughs> no, skip no. the first two. We got yeah. the third. Screw skydiving. Anybody that jumps out of a perfectly good airplane is batshit crazy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, see, the only thing that I like about that is that if you made a mistake, you won't have enough time to live with it. So no, like, like, like depends on how high you are. If you're like ten thousand feet, you've got. Oh, believe me, if I go up in that airplane, fall. I'm gonna be high. 
Like, here's, here's the problem. I'm going to have, you know, when you, you, you skydive, you have an instructor strapped to your back. So the problem I have is that I'm going to have this little, I took my buddy stra- to, to the airport to do the skydive. And I literally watched from the ground because I was like, I'm not doing this. So I'm going to have this tiny little guy strapped to my back and we're going to be falling. And if I die like this, there's, it's going to like, there's going to be a lot of questions asked. There's no way around it. And uh, it's just not a photo that I want in some sort of file. See, my biggest fear would be that as soon as he clicks himself and we're sort of strapped to each other, <laughs> I start getting turned on. Like that's good love. <laughs> yeah. Like all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, hello. Right. <laughs> He's like, Hey, uh, we can't hey, jump. S- settle down, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> we can't jump like that, but yeah. Skydiving. Yeah. There's a, there's a thing. Nope. We do we hey listeners, do me a favor, drop us a line if you've been skydiving before, because uh, it's something that we're not interested in doing, and we'd like to hear your horror stories. <laughs> I I have a friend that um, he's been a good buddy of mine, been for years. He's a little bit out of his mind. He goes almost every weekend, just because you know it's you know like there's got to be like a percentage, like you know you're fighting a percentage in that, like everybody's going to die. That's a hundred percent. Nobody lives forever. But like at a certain point, you can only cross so many streets before you hit the percentage that you need to hit. You can only, uh, you can only, uh, drink too many, uh, jugs of milk that are past the, uh, expiration date before, you know, that, that percentage is going to hit. I'm just saying like, if you do that every weekend, you have X number of weekends left. Yeah. But and I it mean, seems you know. accelerated from like, say, eating red meat i maybe i mean i I don't know i don't science maybe i'm just a giant puss i don't know who will who can tell yeah no um but uh, so who was telling us what they did at this point i think it was joel and then uh yeah but izzy izzy needs to talk about his week but we do why (laughs) you you start first (laughs) i i already did i already did hey we're wearing matching shirts we yes. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, nice. And our and our nipples are oddly similar. They are. Oh wait, what? <clears throat> so Izzy, what did you do this week? I you made like seventeen videos. No. Did he? Mm-mm. I made one Sunday. Maybe one <laughs> Thursday. Maybe one Tuesday. Well, you're really good at this talking on the radio thing, Izzy. Thanks. Oh, hey. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you uh, filling in the space. <laughs> you know, and, so I'm here for you guys. I got you right here, brother. Giving us that 11 percent way to go. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, um, I, yeah, it's it's been a busy week. It's been a busy week. I just got um, I f- we got scheduled with the SpaceX thing that's happening uh, first week of April. So that's cool. Congratulations uh, on getting yes, sent. Yeah, thank you. I feel very fancy. Uh, been working on this greenhouse, trying to get that done, mostly because my office is a freaking disaster, and I need to finish that uh, so I can move all the plants out to the greenhouse. And then, of course, I decided to get fancy pants with it right at the last minute, so I'm hustling to try and get that done for Thursday's video. We'll see. <laughs> Good. Wish me luck. Uh, so that's been going on. Um, planning on building a spider walking mechanism for a spider-type thing here This for Sunday's video, I think, if I can get her all wrapped up. So... Um, that and about 10 million other things going on. So, yeah. Okay, let's let's go back to the spider thing. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember, is this going to be like large, human-sized, or is this going to be like small things? Oh, it's going to be pretty small. Probably um, two, three feet wide, maybe four or five feet long. 
not like okay. big, not like big enough to ride on. This is more. Gotcha. Of a, okay. This is more of a. I know the I know the mechanics for this will work because there's it's it's you no know, to try and break it down. It's probably got uh, seven, eight, eight articulating points on each arm mechanism, and there's That's, eight uh, arm mechanisms. Sixty-four and all, motions, and it all has to run off of one drill. So I'm. This is one of those things where I you know I don't just know for sure everything's going to work the way I, my brain says it is. Because there's just so much going on, so I'm going to build a small version of it, and then some to, and to be able to test some compressions and some failure points. And um, I figured, why not make a video about it? So, so you're going to knock this out in like not, what two hours? Not for nothing. I just no, no. This will take at least five or six. I, I hate to interrupt if I just gave you a hard time for not talking, but it, since when do you start building small models first? Uh, this it's, one is going to be someday a very large model. That it's has, like I don't even know you anymore. So way, way back <laughs> what? when, way back when, is Wes this and I, Wes, shit that you're talking about? All right, what? shut up. Let me explain. <laughs> way, way back when, Wes Swain and I were talking about this awesome build, and I really, I really want to do it. And, and I mean, it's, it may this may be three years off, and maybe five years off. Who knows? It may be next year. Who knows? But anyway, I. I there's a few designs out there that I looked at. Uh, I kind of drew some information from, but there's a, a some significant changes that needs to be made in it in order for it to work with the motors that I'm thinking. So I want to make those changes, and I want to test some shear strengths and some pressures and failure points. And so I'm going to build a spider, and then I'm going to power it with a drill, and then I'm going to destroy it all on video. Okay, but but not small though. You're going to do it like with you it's, riding it? No, 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 no. It, this one won't be rideable. Won't be enough power. Won't be strong enough to ride. But you could probably put, you know, fifty pounds on it, maybe. You know, you should talk to the uh, guys over at Clear, uh, the Technic, who make the Clear Path uh, integrated servo motors, and you should build it with servo set and like CNC controlled, where you could mm. just G code the motion. <laughs> no, this is That'd very amazing. Much the, this is very much an exercise in mechanical and design. Not, I don't want. That's the, that was my biggest disappointment when I went to um, Maker Fair was they were doing some cool stuff, but everything was, con- I mean, every freaking limb, every joint was controlled by a servo. It was all coding. And I'm like, you, they lost, there's so much that could have been done in, you know, on the mechanical side of things. They just, it was just so much overkill. I'm like, yeah, you guys, first of all, there's a ton of opportunity for failure in what some of the designs that I was looking at. And I'm like, you just, they missed the boat there. There's. By the way, there's a group on Facebook that uh, deals with uh, automation and uh, Tama. So uh, it's amazing to watch what these guys come up with. They're, they See, make I, these... I can't do that. I'd never stop building mechanical things. I'd be like, every yeah. time they did something that was controlled by a server, I'd try to figure out how to do it statically by you know analog control. Right. So. Right. Well, these guys do it mostly all by analog control. It's it's all gear-driven and, and cam oh. and... I love everything so much yeah so so it's like they'll make like a duck that like walks along picks up a, a you know piece of something imaginary and then walks back with it you know like it'll be all those controls like you're just turning a crank on the on the side of it yeah <laughs> someone commented about the wild wild west thing out there and i was just thinking about that and i love watching those videos but you look at the mechanics of them it's total bullshit <laughs> you look right. at it like that's not even close to that couldn't even work even if it was you know so real. what you're saying is that a giant metal spider in the early 1800s was probably not possible <laughs> no i'm saying the way it was designed it was not possible oh but I, had izzy been back there he would have made that a reality <laughs> i can see I izzy know. building that steam powered back in the day 
Uh-huh. That, would be, that would be amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, um, I, you know, I think that's one of my fears about getting into control systems and coding is that I might, I would lose some of my drive to do everything on the as much as I can mechanically or analog. And I think that's a lost art. <sighs> do you? Uh, how many? Uh, uh, we mentioned the word mistakes before we started uh, talking tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, you just happened to kind of guide us there. When you're making stuff like this, um, as oh, a, we, we don't want to go there. Shh. Let me ask the question before you <laughs> shit all over it, please. All right. All right. Um, the because uh, it's gonna be. Sh- I mean, you, it'll be shit on worthy, but I mean, let me at least get it up. I only have one job. Um, so, <laughs> that's true. So, yeah, she geez. was fired from all the others. That's yeah, true. Wait, what were we talking about? Uh, so, yeah, what um, like when you make things like that, do you ever have stuff that you try that? Because I don't see a lot of your like you know quote unquote failure videos on YouTube. Like, do you ever just put something together and then throw it in the fire pit because it didn't work and it never becomes a video? I mean, because you don't seem to share much of that stuff. It doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> never okay. failure huh not that many years no i mean not uh, there i've built things that hadn't worked up to what i was hoped they would um but i've never flat out had a i've never had something that i couldn't make work you know like you know we talked about this a few um at the workbench con thing i people I got a lot of questions about how do you design, what's your design process? And I'm like, there really isn't one. You know, I, I start I with I, a drill and I, I don't like <laughs> answering that question because it sounds to me, it sounds like I'm being braggish and I don't want it to sound that way. But for the most part, once I know, once I have an idea, I pretty much know exactly how it's going to work. Interesting. So. Now, do you only build things that you know are going to work or do you ever build something just to see if it might um, I've never or does it just it, never get past the the idea in your head if you don't think it's going to come to fruition? Well, for the most part, I design within my skill set. So if I'm, you know, if I'm thinking, hey, I want to build a, uh, I'm not attacking you. I'm just asking. No, no, no. I'm just trying to. I'm trying <laughs> to find a reasonable explanation for this that doesn't sound like a brag, um, or doesn't sound, you know, either way. I guess, but like a brag or putting myself down. I've been trying not to do that. Um, I design within what I know I'm, the realm of what I'm capable of. So I, I know that I am not capable of coding and um, certain things. Um, and I don't. I don't usually push my what my knowledge of of pressures and, and shear strengths and loads. I anything I design will fit very nicely within the capacity of the material that I'm using. So I don't push those boundaries at, at all. I uh, hope that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. But I think probably the only thing that's really been ultimately been a real serious challenge for me was uh building a 13 to one gear reduction system for the for the um um for the uh Tyrannosaurus rex back a couple of years ago because i was i did not was not equipped to do that that was it took three days to build the Tyrannosaurus rex it took seven days to build the gear reduction system it was well beyond my um, I wouldn't say my capabilities, but my tooling capabilities at the time. So mm-hmm. it was a, it was a pain in the butt, and I, that's I wish I would have never done that. I wish I would have just bought the proper reduction system. So, but yeah, you um, you could have made it ten ten feet taller. Uh, no, I would have had to have a I would have had like a twenty three to one reduction for that. I mean, there's only six hundred pounds of torque in those little eighteen volt drills. There's not a lot of torque. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's uh. 
listening to you talk about that, it's just I, I, it, it, I'm glad it's beyond me. And then at the same time, I'm glad there's smart people that know stuff like that. Right. So, I, 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 I don't think it's beyond that, anybody's scope if they do it for thirty years. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, you know, it, uh, it's there, Andy, there's very Andy, few. There's very few people that like look at a at a cordless drill and go. I could make a man walk on a strong beast with that thing. Like it's just, yeah, it's just not, <laughs> nah, most people don't don't go there. Oh, Theo the Jensen's leg, Theo Jensen's stump. His the leg design is amazing, and it's slight modifications. It looks really natural movement. That's why I like it so much. It looks almost organic. You know, with just some very slight modifications. So mm. I I love watching his videos where he just like lets them free on the beach. Yeah, and like well, like wind powered and just like. If you've ever if you've ever seen his TED talk, I mean, he's literally trying to create life, and I don't mean like, um, just trying to build something that works. He's trying to create life. Yeah, he's, it's, a, he's it's an absolute like, lunatic. Well, what he needs to do is find it. a woman. So, <laughs> if right. he were to find a woman in a hotel room in about fourteen minutes, he could do it twice, three. <laughs> <laughs> But Just saying so, Andy and I, Andy Klein and I. By the way, Andy's Vice is Kickstarter is live now, guys. If you guys, yeah, Andy and are you what's it? Uh, what's device? it at? By the way, he he freaking funded it the first day, and it was awesome. I know because he has three hundred of my dollars. <laughs> Good. So I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna buy a few of them from him. I think so. I'm gonna go over there and do that too. But um, I want to put every. I want to put an Andy Klein Vice on every bench we build in here. Uh, but. Uh, Andy Klein and I were talking about that, you know, about design, the design process of things. And I think over a period of time, if you design enough things, you start to understand material and how it behaves and what it does and why it works that way. And so when you're designing or when you're thinking about something, for me, so all that stuff kind of happens simultaneously, if that makes sense. Yeah. So typically when I build something, it works. For the, you know, there's tip. If I have failure points, it's usually like I should have put a compression bearing in instead of trying to cheap out and put some kind of, you know, cheesy radial bearing or something in and just, just use a radial bearing. I should have probably used, you know, compression bearings or whatever. That's usually where I screw up. And that's not necessarily because I didn't know any better. It's just because I was lazy or being cheap, you know. So, so when, when I listened to your talk when I was at WorkbenchCon, the thing I got away from it, I think maybe the most poignant for people that are struggling with ideas is you said a, a very typical thing and something that I often do and I, I forget and then I come back to it, which is break it down to the simplest parts because no matter what complex machine it is and you use the space shuttle as an example, it's all uh, one mechanism of many, many uh, smaller individual systems and mechanisms. Yeah, everything so, is. Right. So you could technically build a space shuttle in your backyard if you had the tools to build the small components that go around and do the things. Now it might take you an entire lifetime. Yeah. But but it's it's yeah, it's one of those space things. Space shuttle has one point six million parts or something crazy like that. No, it it has to have more than that because like like a Boeing forty seven forty seven has like one and a half million parts. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean it's it is nuts, but uh, real quick, uh, that if you're looking on Kickstarter, which you should be, the amazing and uh, talented Andy Klein has the twin turbo vice. Put that in the search thing, and currently there are 167 backers, and there is a pledge of uh, sixty three thousand four hundred thirty two dollars of thirty five thousand was the original goal. Go Andy, and, go! 
Go Andy Go, a fantastic maker, part of the community who's always good to hand out uh, some good information, good content, and uh, he's a nice guy. He's uh oh, I'm sorry, it just went up. So somebody just bought one. So uh, that's so anyway, you guys that are listening right now, yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? Just saying. Mm. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so the uh, he's just he's one of the, this is a great example like of the maker support. Uh, because he's, he's literally, he had an idea. He wanted to get it done. He said, I'm going to come up with it. I'm going to, I'm going to front out the money for the prototypes, get them out in the world, have people comment on them, which is exactly how you should be doing. There's nobody said being an inventor and being a designer is cheap. And, uh, he put them out. He got people's feedback on him. He, he made revisions. He did things. And now he's, he's doing the full fledged pre-buy. And, uh, people are responding and that's good because, uh, I don't have a particular need for it because I've never, I, I plan to build a nice woodworking, like a traditional, like split top bench. And so this will go into it. So I probably won't even get to build mine for another six months to a year. Why are you building a split top, Joel? I just, I want a traditional woodworking bench for, for when I'm, uh, doing those. Why a split top? Are you planning on doing a bunch of handsaw ripping? Well, I specifically, I wanted to make sure that I could fit jigs in it for bending because I very much like to try my hand at making some chairs and some other things that are going to come together as steam bending. So I want to have, I want to be able to put big wedges in there for the actual, um, you know, molds and dyes of steam bending where you compress things. So that and dogwood, dog holes, but I'm, I'm not sure that anyway, long story short. I'm I'm gonna do a traditional wood wood bench. I haven't figured out Robu or Robo Ro Rubo Rubo I've always just used two sheets of plywood and about fifty pounds of sand on the base of my pre made tables and it works like well. But eventually one day somebody'll think I should probably have a decent workbench. <laughs> so this will be this will be on it. <laughs> I love that you just said that, Joel. <laughs> well, I just, we have a woodworking shop and people have a certain image and, and, and I'll probably, I like doing hand tool work, but I oftentimes I use my other tables for assembly. So I'd like a bench. I like things when I have the space, which I don't now, but I will. Uh, I like areas that are dedicated to a specific task because it means that those areas will be then set up for that task. So like, I like a welding area. I like an area that's just for sanding. I like an area that's just for CNC. I like these things compartmentalized because then I can always go to that area and with minimal fuss, get to the thing that I want to do in that area. So, but if I make it all one area, then I have to move 15 things of this and 15 things of that to get to the thing I want to do. Makes sense. So, hmm. Does that make sense? It does. So I want to have like a hand tool area because I'm not going to sell those things. That's going to be my stuff because, it, because it's funny because my workbench doesn't have a top. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. Yours doesn't. So it's, Yours it's doesn't have ultimate, a vice either. It's the ultimate split top. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't put a vice on mine. I don't think. Well, I could, but you know, kind of takes away from the. What's whole. the name of the? Uh, what's the name of the roof? Uh, it's not a. It's not a convertible. It's a. Uh, it's it's not T top. It's uh, there's a name for it where they just take it off the middle roof panel. It was popular in the seventies. Anyway, you'd buy like a. I'm 44, dude. I got nothing. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of. Anyway, we we got to name your whatever your whatever that's called. That's the name of your bench. 
you take off the middle section of the 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 car top and you stow it. So hmm. somebody will know. Somebody that's into cars. No one. No one knows that. No one knows that. Tano. Someone just said. Maybe. Not like we'd know the answer, dude. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? Why yeah, let's we call asked the question. You could have said bear trap. <laughs> We've been, like, been like, yeah, bear yeah, trap. Uh, it's a the bear, bear trap. trap workbench. <laughs> That's right. So uh, yes. I I haven't had any particular failures, but I'm tired of shitty workmanship. Can I can I complain for a second? Can I do my old man rant? Do it. Let's, long let's have it. Give it to us. Every time I do something on my stupid house or shop, it's it's done like halfway done. Like I was replacing the lights today in the garage because we had two crappy fixtures that you could probably play hide and go seek with the lights on in the garage. So I said, I'll just get some LED uh, shop lights and we'll put them to the ceiling, make the thing all nice and bright. And I said, all I got to do is take down these two fixtures and uh i'll put in i'll put in plugs and so i got the little plates with the 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 round plates because they're supposed to be a round box and up and above so i do that pull them down and sure enough it's just a piece of romex sticking through the 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 wood and it's tied into the light so i'm like crap i gotta do this but that's just one thing like i would like people to take a moment and when they do a job I would like them to do it all the way. No. Yeah. That's pretty much how we're at. So whether it's plumbing or electrical work or things, anything, just, just do it all the way. Get it, get it. I'm same thing with my pool. I'm, I'm having to carve up concrete to get a little bit more PVC where they just kept chopping it off. And then eventually we got down to the, that was it. We're done. No more modifications. We're that's it. So. So it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a constant, uh, like if you're going to do remodeling and stuff, I guess my parents were like, leave it better than you found it kind of a thing. So I always try to get things like when I want to come back to it, assuming that I'm the one coming back, that it's going to be easy to do the next thing I want to do or anybody, frankly. So yeah, that's a, that's it. Sorry. Hmm. (laughs) Stop being a failure. God damn it. If that is a if that is a rant, we need to talk about maybe getting a little more vinegar in you before you go off. Well, right. I, I I just had because you can't a, go. Can I go on a rant and then you go? Come on, guys. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, that's you can't. You I'm can't tired of being the last one picked Why for kickball. Does everyone do the Romax so stupid. I've been practicing. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's my, I, I have lots of failure stories, but I'd rather talk about other people's. Well, I, I need to talk about others cause I don't have any of my own. Of it's course just, not. Uh, no, that's ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah, I just, so, um, I, I, the idea of failure I like because, um, I like the idea of pain. Does, does, does that make sense? Sure. Like, because when you, if somebody puts like a, let's say you have something on the stove. Like I use a cast iron skillet griddle thing, whatever that is. And if you reach for the handle after it's been up there for a little while, not paying attention, you know immediately that it's hot because, you know, your hand touches it and then the words, oh shit, hit your brain and then it's time to let go. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> that pain. In that order. It, there's, yeah, there's a lot. Um, but that pain tells you, hey, 
uh, don't do that thing anymore. And, you know, the, the, that process physically is very easy to recognize. And where I actually like the pain is when I realize I'm getting it like emotionally or mentally, you know, people that, cause everybody's on Prozac and antidepressants and shit all the time now trying to kind of hide themselves from all that stuff. But like going through pain, that pain of failure, like I made a decision, I screwed something up, you know, and, and there's like some emotional like cost to doing that. You know what I'm saying? And the pain that comes along with that, a lot of people want to hide from. And I, that, I, I really kind of like that pain because a lot of things happen in that. Like, I just, uh, I kind of go, um, so the company I work for now, they've got some changes and all this other stuff, and I've been demoted. And, and there's just like a couple of things that I haven't really done very well in this transition. And things are kind of shitty there right now for me, not for everybody, just for me, but it's all my own doing. And there's some you know, sort of emotional and, and mental uh, costs associated with that. And like, for me, I almost have to get to the point where it starts to hurt and affect me before I do anything that changes that, you know, because that there's, there's a level of comfort that's associated with just doing the same thing over and over, even if it doesn't produce any different results. You know what I mean? So it's um like, once I start to feel like, oh shit, what did I do? Then all of a sudden there's like a change associated with it. And that's a very sort of micro kind of thing, um, you know, where, but I, I, I enjoy that feeling. Like when I get to that point where I'm like, ah, God damn it. Like that's, that, that hits home for me in a way that nothing else does. Like I that's got, the, I got the burn barrel going. You're welcome to come over and stick your ass against it. That's, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you can you edit out burn barrel and put something else again in there? Just anything. No. No, uh, I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying. You know, and it makes sense that, you know, we don't you know, we learn from things like that. I mean, that's how our we are humanly we are engineered. I guess that's part of the human condition is to learn from from both pleasure and pain. But um pain seems to be the one that people remember the most. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. It's, it, you know, it happens with, uh, complacency for us, you know, I'm, it's easy for me to sit back in our business and say, we have these number of products that are doing this much money. And, and that's how we judge our business, how we're, how we're doing on, on both selling things and how the customer satisfaction is when they receive it. Those are kind of our two big metrics. And it's easy just to sit there in that lane and say, this is what we do, but it's also, it's a it makes for bad decisions because we need to be constantly innovating and updating and moving forward because in this world, people, things move fast. And it's, if we don't start launching products and designing things or redesigning things or changing processes or whatever that happens to be, but usually it's, usually it's me saying, oh, we need to prototype this idea out and then we need to fit it somewhere in there so we can actually sell the idea or maybe the, whatever it is. I've got like so, 15 new ideas for you. I just have to sit down, stop long enough to get them put down on paper. That's all right. That's all right. We'll, we'll, uh, we're, Izzy and I are of course working on a, a project called maker bits, which is hopefully going to be awesome. And, uh, we're going to get to that in probably in the next month or so. Um, but the, uh, but, but in, in our shop, you know, it's, it, we're constantly going, it's very easy to, uh, it's very easy to get behind the, the curve 
just on being complacent. You know, it's, it's, you were saying that you do negative things. Um, mine is more that we end up, uh, we end up adding, um, days that we've lost where we haven't done the work. So it's, it's a, it's just a weird, I agree. And, and, and when, when you have a down month in sales, uh, or something happens, it's like you get that kick in the butt where there's, there's a pain factor and all of a sudden, yeah, you, you should have had other things going. Yeah. Well, and that's, uh, you know, for me, I mean, that's the, you know, for, again, I like that because it, you know, I've said this on the show before is that you don't do, nobody really changes anything when they're comfortable. You know what I mean? Like it's just, right. You got to kind of have that, oh shit, what just happened? Unless you're, you know, uh, you, you have sort of the, the, the forward thinking to say, okay, well, you know, I only make X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, I, I need to start making ABC as well, or else, you know, someday X, Y, Z is going to run out. You know what I mean? It's like, that's a very typical thing in business where you see, I see lots of little businesses that had like a niche market and there was a guy that was next to me and a super nice guy, great couple. And they made a thing and it was a plastic thing and they did lots of them at one point. And then the market kind of started going away from that and they didn't either have the energy to innovate or they didn't have the money to innovate, whatever that was that, that kept them from doing the next thing to find the next market. Um, because those markets always, if, if you're doing something well enough, then the idea of a market standing still for you is non-existent, at least in the business world. And personally, that's the same. I mean, when you have a small business, the business world is your personal world too. So when you're not doing well at your job, you're not doing well, particularly in your life. So it's, it happens, it happens kind of in sync. And that's, it's one of the, it's one of the benefits you have, Mike, is you have two very separate worlds. You have your corporate Mike world and you, then your at home world that, that aren't, uh, necessarily commingled. Yeah. I try to, I mean, I, I, I do that uh, very intentionally. I've, I'm, I, I've kept my hobbies as hobbies. You know, we've, we talk about that before too, is that I don't, um, the things I do for fun, I try not to make a living on them because money makes them evil somehow. Like it always just makes it weird. So, and then, and I don't want any pain surrounding the thing that, you know, I enjoy. <laughs> right. That's kind of right. the thing I go to, to get away from the pain. You know, that's, uh, well, I, you know, I was church, so I was a hobbyist woodworker. I mean, that was, that was what I did. I built things for people and I put put designs together and made them and, and I watched cool people on YouTube and then I came up with an idea and a thing and then it kind of blew up and, and here we are. And so woodworking really isn't my hobby anymore. It's my job. Now I really, really enjoy my job, but I don't enjoy it like I would enjoy a hobby. So I end up having other hobbies that kind of take its place. Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's, uh, I'm actually, I showed you guys, I, I'm doing, um, trying to do some computer stuff. Um, you know, I, I told every, I said at the beginning of the year, I'm trying to just kind of put my, my hands in as many things as I can this year just to see. So I want to do some computer things. I'm, I'm looking at different, um, licenses and in different industries, like just sort of putting, putting it out there just to see kind of what's around because, not that anything's really bad right now on what I do. I mean, I, you know, I, you can still be very successful and make a very good living and still enjoy what you do. But 
um, you know, just to kind of, what else could, what am I missing? You know, cause I, I, I get up, I get in the car, I drive to work, I work, come home, you know, it, it, rinse and repeat. It's like, there's, what else is outside of that life? You know, and it's, uh, and I don't necessarily want to wait till it becomes a pain point before I do something with it, you know, because the problem is, is that when you wait until that, then you have to make decisions based on sort of immediate results. You can't really find your way. You know what I mean? Like you got to, you can't say, okay, well, I'm going to try blah, 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 whatever that thing is, um, you know, just to see if I like it. Um, you're like, oh shit, you know, uh, family's got to eat, kids are going to school, <laughs> you know, I need to make some decisions right now. So, um, that's, uh, I don't want to get to that point where, you know, I, I, I have to pick something I want to do and I, I, I don't have any time to make that decision because, um, you know, that, what fun is that? So. I'm just kind of trying to play around there in the world, figure out exactly, uh, you know, what might be fun, interesting, and, you know, something different. So right I joked with my daughter. My daughter's a hostess at a uh, at, at a restaurant not far from us. And um, I was talking to her manager one day during the holidays, and they couldn't work it out. But I told him, I was like, I've never waited tables before. Like, would you hire me part time? And she was like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm dead serious. Like, I'll come in on Saturdays and, you know, just one day a week, maybe two, just, you know, wait on tables. Like, I'll take all the money I make and I'll donate it. But it's just because, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much servers get paid from what I hear in the... Uh, $2.13. Yeah. So, uh, you know, th- there's not going to be a whole lot going on there. So, you know, if I make any money, let's just give it to some, you know, we'll put it in our Patreon account and donate there, it. When the time there you comes. go. But I was just like, you know, I've never done it. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I hate to use the term degrading because, you know, people make a living doing that stuff. But it's like, you know, are you worried somebody's going to come in and see you all of a sudden waiting tables and think, oh, God, how how, how tough have things gotten? And I was just like, I'll just do it just for the sake of doing it. Like, I haven't done it before. It might be something I'm, you know, not only good at, but I find interesting and fun. It might just be a cool way to spend a couple Saturdays. You know what I mean? It's like... um, the mechanics of it didn't end up working out. She tried. <laughs> she was like, she was like, I would absolutely love to have you here because you know I'm a ball breaker when I go there, and um, they all love my kid. So she was like, yeah, that'd be awesome, you know. But uh, it didn't happen. But I actually brought it up to her again not that long ago. I was like, you know, I'm still available on the weekends. Um, so I, I don't think I'll pass the drug test or uh, make it through the HR exam. Is probably the biggest issue. But <laughs> I mean, outside of that, I think you should completely be a waiter okay you, you would be amazing at it i uh if it involves people i i'm generally pretty confident I, you know I, never, I, I never find myself at a loss around other folks so. so that that's part of the job there is there is a uh it is it is a very undervalued job because it requires you to have a sense of urgency about your organization preparation and still have a sparkling personality like those without those two first things, then you can't get your customers what they're asking for. And no matter how nice you are about it, then, then it's, it's not going to work for everybody involved, but it's an amazing position because it's, you're kind of like a independent contractor in the, in, in most restaurants where you have a lot of things that you've got to take care of to make sure not only your customers are done, but other customers are done too. And then you have your little section, like a salesperson would have, like, I don't know if they just grab people as people come in, uh, off the car lot, but I imagine they may have like a rotating, you know, now it's Frank's turn. People drove up, go say hi to him kind of a thing. 
that's that's kind of how it is so it's it's a it's a pretty cool i mean it's a pretty cool position in general the other thing is you just with that whole sense of urgency man everything just is a fire and it has to happen right now it's i honestly i think everybody should go through that just like like you know in in israel everybody goes that's eligible is is in the military for a duration (laughs) right i think i think everybody should be a server at some point just germany Germany does the same thing as well yeah two years years. you have to serve two years yeah so it's 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 one of those things where it would be because people a would be nicer to service workers b people would also have uh an understanding of of sense of urgency which is sorely missed uh in almost every construction worker i've ever seen in my entire life i should never ever be a server people would never get their food and i'd be bringing it to the wrong place I'm like, oh, i'm so sorry i forgot all about you i'm well, there I, i'm totally forgot about you. walking so up sorry. with your like hamburger eating some of your fries like <laughs> Oh wait, wait! These are yours. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh That's man, you should you should have ordered you should have ordered the crunchy fries. These are soft. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> no, I, I have well, I have I have I have the I am in the you know this I have the squirrel syndrome so bad it hurts. You know, I could be doing one thing and squirrel, I'm over there. Yeah. Well, you. Uh, I mean, you. You said what was it fletching or fleshing or what fleshing. did you used to call that? Fleshing. Flushing. Yeah, that's a uh, <laughs> that's, that's a job. like serving, but different. <laughs> kind of. Mm, no, that's that's peeling fat off of the inside of dead raccoon's hide. Ah, <sighs> uh, the trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I you're, mean, usually, hey. you're usually you're uh, usually standing next to two or three other guys that are doing so you can have conversations and talk about trapping and hunting and fishing and things that don't matter <laughs> while you're doing it. So, oh God, sounds so awesome yeah it's not as bad as you think yeah probably not i mean uh, you know is, do you guys ever find yourself in those situations where you're like oh shit i dug this hole and i and it, it, now i gotta find my way out of it like i mean I, <laughs> which day that, of the week I, do you want to pick <laughs> yeah, i can't i can't be alone in this no you're not <laughs> so, my problem is i don't know how to say no <laughs> i'm like yeah we could do that and i forget that i've got 70 thousand other things on the on the table at the time so that's my problem yeah so i want to i want to talk about a maker real quick who is a little bit awesome so i don't know if you guys have met heidi jacobs at all in person no so uh i don't have it here i don't have it sitting in front of me don't we oh i'm fail yeah, you you did fail a little bit. Ah, shit, is he? But uh, but the the awesome thing is she's been throwing pottery for years, and she's been doing I think for more fun than anything. I don't know the f- exact backstory, but she is starting to do these amazing uh, mugs, and she's now getting lots of orders for them, and she's getting um like space in retail environments to sell them. But she just auctioned off in the uh, the marvelous McKenna uh, auction. She auctioned off a uh, like uh, I want to say an octopus, but it's more like a kraken coming out of the the mug, uh, and it's amazing. But she's anyway. She doesn't. She, we don't give enough. There's there's a number of arts we don't give enough love to, and I think pottery is one of those amazing things. 
So, uh, so she does these, these amazing hand thrown, uh, and hand molded, uh, uh, coffee mugs and other accoutrement. And, uh, she's getting a lot of recognition now and, and we shouldn't be the last. So way to go, Heidi. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, if you guys get a chance to, uh, take a look at it, her Instagram is, uh, unavailable to me right now. I'll we'll get it though. Anyway, Heidi, Heidi Jacobs. If you happen to see her on Facebook, give her, give her some love on her stuff. She's in the is group on our website. Oh yeah, she's slap, she should slap be. stuff together, and I should have known that off the top of my head. And, right, uh, slap stuff together is her Instagram. Yeah, slap and stuff together. I just I was a very very lucky recipient of one of her mugs yesterday. In fact, it came in the mail, and she did my little my little horn dude on it, and she did an amazing job. And it is it's just gorgeous. Yeah, it's amazing. Easily my favorite ceramic piece of ceramic that you know, and I I have a few. I'm I'm kind of a collector of ceramic, um, handmade ceramics, so. Uh, absolutely just gorgeous. The glazing job she did. She's, I mean, just in the, I got one from her, I want to say a year, two years ago, but just seeing it then from now, the, the glazing that she works has just come. I mean, it's like, she's like, you know, it's a world difference. Just amazing. You know, the, the just absolutely phenomenal work. So I like her. Yeah. She's, she's a lot awesome. I got to hang out with her. We had an awesome time, uh, at Tony's slip and slide party last year. She came down and we hung out and, uh, Jimmy and, um, Taylor brought their friend. And if I knew the name off the top of my head, I would tell you, she brought a guitar and Heidi was doing a thing and they all sang. We all sang around a campfire till about two o'clock in the morning. It was a fun experience had by very few. And I would tell you that when you get this many fun people together the stories never stop <laughs> so it was it was it was awesome it was awesome then and her work is awesome now she yeah she's rocks she's yeah just a, she's, Another. Just a, she's just a good person i got a chance to hang out with her and her husband a, a couple of years ago and they're just really good people you know um you just want to see really you know good people i like to see good things happen for so i'm, I'm yeah. really happy that she's doing this she's she's an excellent maker to uh to spotlight she is yeah for sure i i'm sorry the uh, i keep uh, the patrick swayze and demi moore are the only thing I, <laughs> I, I wish i was a better person i'm just not like that's I, I i can't help myself oh that's awesome and now all i can think about is you and joel mm. izzy and joel shirtless pottery absolutely yeah again i'm i'm, I'm just not a better person so Sorry, didn't yeah. mean to blow up your completely wonderful tribute. Speaking but. of mistakes, <laughs> <laughs> you asked me to be the host. Oh, that's right. No, 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 no. We did. Yeah. No, I mean, the funny part is, is that when you guys talked to me about it, you were pretty enthusiastic. <laughs> we we were then. You probably well, so, it was. You know, it was. Speaking of mistakes, you know, you you you'd made twenty three, uh, probably twenty three offers before that, so you had time. <laughs> well, to, no, 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 that's that's not hey, true. Maybe at all. we need We've, to come at him with a little bit more. I uh, don't know where you get. You were always our first choice, Mike. I don't know where you get this twenty three thing from. <laughs> I I have the shows recorded. Like I don't. <laughs> I are, don't. I don't know what kind of editing magic you've done on them. Fake but news. You, hashtag. You, you you have always been our very first choice and we have never been anything less than excited and happy that you're here. Okay. 
So I, I will wipe say the tear thing. out of your eye. What Joel I, I is saying say is thing. he's just very grateful he doesn't have to edit this. That's the damn truth. <laughs> yeah, if you guys, you know, if you want to know the difference in um, Joel and Izzy, uh, if it's not completely obvious here, uh, when we were up at the uh, the Klingspore thing we went to, um, and <laughs> we were walking around, and I was taking the most childish photos you've ever, ever seen a, a, an adult take. Joel is rolling as he's taking the pictures as I'm completely uh, just walking around the store, touching everything in the most inappropriate ways. And uh, Joel's taking pictures and he's hysterical. And Izzy's over there just trying to like conduct business like a professional. And he's just kind of giving you this like, just don't look at him. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. The, the thing, the mistake that you made though, Izzy, is that I'm not doing it for an audience of all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, I'm doing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, and if you noticed every time that I saw you guys doing that, I was trying to get I was trying to get Mike's attention and uh, from the opposite direction. <laughs> hey Mike, come over here for a minute. Yeah. I got a question. You kept trying to pull the you kept trying to pull the attention of the clean sport guys away. Hey, uh, not over there. But yeah. So yeah. uh yeah, you guys are definitely uh I I'd like to say that you're lucky to have me, but I think we all know better. It's, no, it's <laughs> not true. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We love you, Mike. Yeah. In all the ways. The, the Klingspore guys don't think so. <laughs> no, that's not true. They they're very they're very happy with us. Uh Klingspore is a fantastic shop. <laughs> and and they're oh, and they're very happy to have us. Ad. I was taking pictures using their their sanding products as my genitalia. There's no way you're going to steal this and make it into an advertisement for their show. Oh, we're going to make it happen. Yeah, we're, we 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 have got to come up with the uh, the Klingspore Laffy uh, holiday calendar. We have to start. Um, uh, oh, Advent calendar. Can we I, do that? Yeah, guys, probably. I need yep. to start thinking about getting you guys up here to um, start building the um, Viking ship for the next extravaganza. Okay, I'm in. So <laughs> that was easy. Yeah. All right. So I I've, I've got a thing for the can next we, two can weeks. Can we do it on a Can we do it on a Friday? Or do I right. need more time? No, no, we can do it whenever you guys want to. <laughs> well, my, you're building my, a greenhouse currently, aren't you? Or is that done yet? Uh, it'll be done tomorrow, probably, most likely. Okay. Um, I I've only had I had five hours to work on it yesterday, and probably four and a half, five today. So I was hoping to get it out in two days. But are these kick greenhouses? No, these are. Are you doing two by four kind of a thing? Uh, sort of. You'll, you'll, it's okay. I want, I don't want to ruin the surprise. People. Not, there's no surprise know. to it. It's just, it started wanna... out as a simple, Hey, I'm going to whip this up real quick to and make a video about it to fancy finials and floor. I honestly, and, you know, crazy you, stuff. you're going to laugh, but I'm thinking about going around to all the Facebook posts that are selling these old single pane windows mm-hmm. and just making a, like, like, uh, not even Dr. Seuss. I don't even want to know what it would be. But it would be like a Picasso of a greenhouse where every single window is a different size and like they're all wedged in together. That's more and of a just, Jackson Pollock than a Picasso. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah, Jackson Pollock probably would be best for that. But uh <laughs> but but they would be like because you can I can pick there's tons of posts on Facebook and in in Craigslist for like a buck yeah. a, a buck a pane. Yeah, you know, in their thirty six by thirty six single pane old farmhouse windows. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like every time one of those comes, well, and they'll always have twenty or thirty of them. You're going to need a support support structure. You start stacking those on top of each other, the weight of it's going to no, start this putting is, some. This is no, it's going to be straight up hot glue. 
Oh, dear Lord. Oh, please do. <laughs> I'm, not going, I'm not going in that building. I don't care if you make Maggie go in first. I won't follow. I won't do it. <laughs> don't be afraid. Get your ass in there. We're talking about mistakes. Go and make some. That's right. That's right. Yeah, let's, I mean, have, let's have nothing but sharp shards of glass panes. It, it will look like you got hit by a grenade if it falls over, but oh, I, yeah. it's always. I've always wanted to put a haphazard kind of greenhouse together because I thought, it would A, it would look cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, then paint it like crazy colors. That's my like 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 magentas or or deep violets or something, you know, on the outside. So it's a complete eyesore in every possible way. My dad used to pick up old screen doors or um, uh, just wherever he'd get them at a secondhand store and he'd bring them home. And people used to think he was nuts, but then they'd he'd give them to me and I'd build forts out of them and it kept me busy for hours and hours. And they're like, ah, oh, he's not so dumb after all. Right, is the refrigerator box. Yep. So we right? I always built a fort, and then I, you know, I didn't attempt to sleep in it. Now we live in where I lived. There was bears and wolves and coyotes and all kinds of crazy things running around, and they'd let me sleep outside in those damn forts. Well, so blow they, over they, in a gentle breeze. <laughs> they they taught you how to fight one when you were like twelve. So so no, I that's I right. never I I would I would always make it till about three o'clock in the morning, and then there'd be some weird noise out in the woods. I'd be like, all right, I'm done. I'm going in. <laughs> so. Hmm. too much it's never too much i'll tell you a story this is a true story eddie wasty and i um one of my young buddies i used to run around the woods with um we were camping out back of his dad's place his mom and dad had a like a well probably 100 yards behind the house a little fire pit area set up it was kind of nice so we we were going to sleep under the stars one night we're i don't know 10 and uh we got we got our s'mores out and we're making s'mores and we finally get pooped out enough talking about whatever 10 year olds talk about. We both snuggled up underneath the bench. So there's, there's like benches all the way on the fire pit. So we laid our, our sleeping bags out underneath the bench and, um, you know, because it's shelter. <laughs> and of course, of course we, you know, they, we were told, Hey, make sure you put that stuff up before you go to bed. We left it out and we both woke up to a, a bear right in the right by the fire pit of the glowing you know the glowing embers and he was just right eating all the s'more stuff and he's right between i'm on one side eddie's on the other there bears right in between us that was fun that was a fun experience mm-hmm. i had to i had to wash my sleeping bag out after that <laughs> i i believe that <laughs> i had i had i had similar fun experiences as a kid no not really i don't think anybody did Oh, I'm sure there are more kids have had bear experiences. I'm I'm sure. At least if you lived in the UP in Michigan and your parents were rednecks. Well, my parents lived not far away from the UP on the Wisconsin side, and my dad would go out and feed the bear cubs on the porch, nice. which is always exciting. He actually had, funny enough, we called them racing rats, chipmunks, mm-hmm. but uh, the racing rats would come up the stairs, and uh, my dad taught them how to eat out of his hand. He would take some bird seed. And so when my daughter went down there, up there, uh, for the very first time, she sat down and was feeding chipmunks out of her hand. And she, it could have not been a cooler experience for like a four-year-old, five-year-old. She just, she was like, she had so much enthusiasm and energy in her body. She could not hold still long enough. Like it was the coolest thing that could possibly happen to have these little, these little chipmunks pop up on her lap and then start eating, you know, sunflower seeds out of her hand. That is really cool. Yeah. Does she call it Gary? Yeah. No, I don't think Gary. 
Could have been. <laughs> Mike, did we lose you? I I got nothing. I I I don't. Uh, I I have guinea pigs. Is the the extent you do have story. guinea pigs? That's all I got. Like it's just, and I've been told I can't eat them because reasons. So, uh, actually, you can eat them. You probably shouldn't eat them. Gotcha. Yeah, all they do, uh, guinea pigs are like dogs, but they are, are not them at all, and uh, they sit and they <laughs> eat, and they They're shit. like dogs, but not at all. Yeah, they eat and they shit, and that's it. What did you think they were going to do? I thought they wouldn't be like dogs, which is exactly what I'd hoped. Because, that's true. Know, yeah. Because I had a dog, but he died, and uh, now we don't have a dog anymore, so instead we have guinea pigs. And yeah. They, I, didn't, I didn't find them in the woods. I wasn't... In a sleeping bag with another man with bears chasing us or anything like that. So, right. I went to PetSmart and went, I'll take those two. <laughs> That's about as cool as I get. And so, <laughs> well, next week you can come over and scare my goats. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I, I, I like the fact that you buy a goat on the fact that you can torment the goat. It's not torment. And I actually looked it up because I wanted to make sure that it was not detrimental to the, to the animal, because I don't think that's not funny to me, but, um, it's a very, it's a, it's a genetic thing that's passed down, um, from, you know, from, you know, son to daughter or daughter or, or uh, son to daughter, um, father to, to son or whatever. So, and it, um, it's something, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Goat, goat um, to kid. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> right. <I get> it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I looked it up. I, I did a little bit of background research on it, and it's a very normal thing. In fact, it's it doesn't hurt them at all. It's just um, it's a muscle twitch um, reaction that we all have. It's just that the uh, the fighter fall down. What do you do it? Well, theirs lasts a little longer. Instead of our initial reaction to like when you get scared, you have that initial jaunt um, where you kind of tense up. Well, they do the same thing, except for theirs last for 15 seconds or so. <laughs> Don't clench. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh, and they used to, they actually used to, uh, they used to keep them with their other animals, uh, sheep and goats, uh, because, you know, if a wolf came after them or whatever, they would fall over and the wolf would be like, okay, thanks, I guess. What? <laughs> you just giving yourself up here? I, I appreciate it. Yeah. So, but, um, wow. So, yeah, I, I had, I had I mean, that same genetic disorder when a pretty girl came up and talked to me. Yeah. It went away over some time. No, I mean, mostly just the pretty girls. But, but, uh, but yeah, just pretty much you'd freeze up and fall over and play dead. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, needless I always, to say, I, had a very... I always, I always blurt out awful things like, Hey, you want to go somewhere and sleep with me? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would freeze and drop out and, and Mike would have Tourette's. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Great. We'd be we'd be amazing. I, I never said I was good at this. I just said <laughs> I just said I was never at a loss. I'm just gonna people. kick back I, and wait for you guys to make asses out of yourself and be like, hey, how you doing? You're gonna scoop <laughs> it all up? Hi. Oh, Izzy'd yeah. be like, out of all those, I was the normal one. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's, <right. laughs> yeah, that's uh that's saying something, guys. I'm not right? sure what it's saying, but it's something. <laughs> that's something. Yeah. So I got I, just, I got a funny uh, I, I don't know how to date. 
because I've been married for 400 years now. So yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Same with me. That's that's basically the extent to which we, uh, you know, uh, if looking across the room going uh, tonight isn't, <laughs> isn't the right, way you do right. it, then uh, I don't know. I got I got no game. So. So, yeah, it's 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 when you're married and you've been married for a long time, it's going to be like the pickup line is. So you're going to read your book tonight. <laughs> well, cause, I mean, here's the, here's the problem. The, that's the pickup line. You just want to know where you're at. Here's the problem. I mean, cause you know, I can, I mean, I can tell you, I can make up the game like, but I just know in the back of my mind, the reality is, I mean, do you want a chubby guy sweating on you for like three and a half minutes? Like, it's basically, no, no woman says yes to that. Like, it's just, it's right. just you know. There's nobody ringing the dinner bell for that one. <laughs> like, you know what it is? It's the it's oh, the women no. wait women wait all their lives for the knight in uh, shining armor, and yeah. what they end up with is a knight in slightly yeah. moist armor. <laughs> <laughs> they get the sweat droplet and an apology. This is basically. Oh, what is wrong with us? Oh, that's Christ. the. I've yeah, lost it. Oh, that's all, okay. That's all they get. Let's let's come back. Yes. Let's come hey, back. I can I can guarantee you three minutes <laughs> and at some point I'll have to dab my sweat off of you. So <laughs> where do you, oh you, you where do you sign up? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so. so that's uh so if you want to hang out with us on Friday yeah. in two weeks. <laughs> Oh, That's uh, oh, wait, pretty much on. how the, every conversation goes. <laughs> oh wait, hold on, and and it's small. <laughs> yeah, that conversation gets had too. Yeah, yeah. We can, yeah. That's the cherry on the top. The best compliment I've ever had. So uh, the best so compliment we're doing... I've ever had about that is uh, I I this was a long time ago. You're, you're going to keep going, aren't you? Yes, but yeah. <laughs> but a woman actually said to me. It's not as small as you said it was. <laughs> Obviously, talking about your hand plane. The uh, yes is the uh, that's the, the the most complimentary I've ever had a woman be. So, so it, on uh, Saturday sixteenth, uh, we are hosting the uh, the woodworking show after party. This is uh, this is segue material. Yeah, that's, that's right. I'm I'm going. Full. It's we're we're at about hey, the right time to segue out of after, this. After you party with Mike, after and you can party with <laughs> not for with, the length of a full song with Mister. party with Mister. I, I you don't get to choose that. It's so not, uh, I want to hear Mike say it's it's not very big around, but it sure is short. <laughs> yeah. that's right. Really, Izzy? You're the voice of reason, usually. Imagine the saddest. I'm I'm caught up in the moment. I can't help it. Imagine the saddest thing you can, and that's it. And the fact that I'm the voice of reason says something drastically is wrong with this trio. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so the party is, uh, is I'm going, I'm going right ahead, guys. Sorry. (laughs) You just, somebody's got to play it straight. Saturday night. This in Georgia. The, the, the woodworking show is Friday and Saturday and uh, some of Sunday if somebody sticks around. Uh, but we just use that as an excuse to get together. We've got about uh, 150 or closest friends coming. And uh, and hopefully, with any luck, uh, nobody will be hop- hospitalized. But good news, I'm only an eighth of a mile from the hospital. It's like three doors down. Mm-hmm. So uh, good for everybody. And my my uh, my offer to sweat on people does not extend to the party. By the way, just right. so don't oh don't oh, come just, walking up expecting. 
We're going to do a live from the show, guys? We always do. I, I don't know if we'll have time to do a live from the show. What the... F- Listen, we're American, goddammit. We make time. You know, you know we could if, do, if uh, we could do a little... If Mike's going to be there Thursday, I'll, I'll be there. Let's just do one Thursday night. That's what we did last time, right? Yeah, that's I'm good with that. That's great. We have we have we have the technology. We can do. We do. All right. We do. Let's go. Uh, so the uh, but yeah, we can we can probably do some like Instagram lives and things like that on Facebook lives from from things. And I I feel bad actually doing that because I know there are people that wanted to be here who have other obligations or couldn't make it. And uh, so I apologize in advance for blatantly showing you a good time. Yeah, we'll be sure to put our grumpy faces on. That's right. That's right. Oh, by the way, I do have a question. We've been doing uh, wings and barbecue, which everybody seems to like, but I was hoping, uh, not hoping, but I was wondering if anybody would like to do a taco bar for the... No, you're never going to... No? Yeah, that's not... I mean, you're never going to hear a no to that. That's an absolute... Well, that's... You better better stock up on the two-ply. But but the only way it's going to go over is if it's taco bar on a table saw. Uh, We can wheel George out. Yeah, you got mm. you got wheels on your table saw. I got I got wheels on my table saw. We I can we can do Berkey's it. Berkey's not going to be there, so we have to make him insanely jealous. So. Well, that's his loss, and I feel bad for him and everybody else that. Yeah, he's can't going experience to some, the Berkey. He's going to something overseas or whatever, you know. So. I think it's because I offered the uh, three minute sweat on him, and he was <laughs> like, <laughs> "That didn't sell him, Mike." <laughs> he was like, "Well, I've got a thing." <laughs> well, I've got something. <laughs> He said, well, I'm busy that day. I was like, well, I didn't tell you what day it was. He said, I'm busy that day, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, it's, uh, this has been fun. I'm glad we talked about failure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll be, I mean, I, I gave you as much of my failure as I could. I mean, that's, you know. My my failure as a man is let me, what what bigger let me do failure a, is there? I got to do a quick callback, and that's why, ladies and gentlemen, we use Torx instead of Hex. Uh, and I hope you understood all the reasons that that benefits. Exactly. Next week, pocket holes. Wait, hey, we already did the show. Well, yeah, we already did that. So we well, haven't uh, talked re- about the six degree pocket hole. Oh, well, let's hey. Is this On the six degrees of, of Kevin Bacon's pocket no, holes? No, this is six degrees of pocket holes, which is better than fifteen degrees of pocket holes. At least that's the consensus in the in the industry. Oh, hmm. so that thrilling content next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang in there, guys. It's a short time till the next one. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, next week we should be back on the regular schedule on Sunday. So. Thank yes, you. thank you, and I and apologize. I, I'm reasonably sure this will not be going up tonight because uh, there's no way I'm finishing this up and then going to edit this shit show. So. No, but you you have plenty of time at work. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> at least I don't have Felix. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Hey, or something. Hey, <laughs> do do that do that thing you do. Hey. Hey, uh, we should probably give the Patreon money back. <laughs> we should. We should. No, we donated it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's. It's all gone. Yeah. This time for a worthy well, cause. Yeah. Exa- well, they've all been worthy causes. So. <laughs> all right. Well, hey guys. Uh, and then. Uh, so. All right. <laughs> Any questions? Because there'll be no questions. No. 
All right. Do you, do you, do you want me to do the, the the outro real quick? No, there's no outro. It's uh, that's I'll it. just I'll just copy the one from last week. No, that's good. <laughs> no, Nobody'll notice. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, uh, guys, uh, messages at maybe podcast. Uh, we can be found on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebookage. Uh, our website's pretty active too. We've got the maybe I've said too much dot com URL. You can head over there. There's cool shit. I update that thing nah, not as often as I'd like, but pretty frequently. Uh, don't forget we do have a swag store if you want to buy some of your favorite uh, favorite gear, like the uh, t-shirts, and um, I think that's all we sell at this point. But uh, we have pencils you- coming, pencils and stickers. Yeah, that and we and we sell them for cheap. We just literally nearly two, give them away for postage. two three hundred two three hundred bucks a piece. But they're yeah they're they're really big. <laughs> they're <laughs> really big collectors items or something. Oh, yep, we did it. So yep. All right, thanks guys. guys. This, happy this was happy fun. midweek, and uh, we will uh, catch you guys on the next episode. Good night, everybody. We'll leave the light on for you.